Deutsche Welle. Learning by ear. Listen up. Shape your future. Hello again and welcome to Crime Fighters School of Graft. We are on the fifth episode. Inspector Upide is still trying to find out who poisoned Mrs. Gongo, the headmistress of Jomfu School in the town of Lanyue. Last time, one of the students brought a new name to the table, Hamo, the barkeeper who was responsible for the catering on Parents' Day. But what could be his motive? Meanwhile, trainee teacher Awa is on a mission of her own. She wants to stop the systematic abuse of students for good grades, but she's having difficulty finding allies. Last time, she tried to talk about this with Inspector Opide and his colleague Corporal Asiko, but they didn't seem willing to help. Awa had found 16-year-old Sheope vomiting in the restroom at school. Is she ill or might she be pregnant? We join Awa as she officiates exams for the first time in her life in this new episode entitled Surrounded by Walls. Mr. Mawenge, the vice principal, had asked me to invigilate an exam under Mrs. Chima's supervision as Mr. Munde was at the police station answering some questions. On the way to the exam room, she surprised me with a strange request. Hey, Awa, go easy on Tondi. You wouldn't want a son of the Buya family to get a bad grade in maths. He needs to get into a good university. Sorry, I don't understand. What do you mean, Mrs. Chima? I mean that the boy could do with some help. His parents have asked me to be especially nice to him. You know, and they are very generous. Excuse me? Are you suggesting that I should let him cheat? <laughs> well, not really. It sounds so bad when you put it like that. I just mean that you don't have to watch him too closely. But Mrs. Chima, I can't do that. Rules are rules. Ah, <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Hello, Hello, So, class, today is a very important day in the school calendar. You'll be sitting your mock exams. We are starting today with mathematics. You have 40 minutes in which to answer the questions. All right? Yes, Wait. What's that, Tony? Is that a calculator you're hiding there? No, Tchawa. Just a packet of handkerchief. <laughs> you know calculators aren't allowed in the exam. That's true. Yeah, that's very unfair. Come on, Tondi. Give the calculator to me. But teacher Chima lets me use it. Now, please, Tondi. It's not fair if you get to use a calculator and your fellow students yes. don't. Yes. Here you are, Tchawa. Thank you, Tondi. Anyone else up to any monkey tricks? <laughs> and where are Chope and Kiki? Uh-oh. Their desks are empty. Well, they didn't come in today. <laughs> Someone's called a goal. <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet, Nandi. Stop it right now. Mrs. Chima was huffing and puffing like an angry cat when we came back to the staff room. As she went into Mr. Mawenge's office, she banged the door so hard I thought it would fall off its hinges. After she came out, Mr. Mawenge stuck his head out and called, Awa, my office please. 
That was it. I was about to be dismissed. Bye-bye graduation. So, how was it, Awa? How was your first experience of invigilating important exams? Challenging and uh, eye-opening, sir. And how did you like working with Mrs. Chima? Um, it was okay. <laughs> what did you do to her? She came in here breathing fire. Nothing. I just followed the rules. She wanted me to let a student use a calculator, but that's not allowed. <laughs> Between me and you, our you're doing a good job. But maybe you need to cut her some slack. Mrs. Chima is old-fashioned, you know, but she'll be retiring soon. But, sir, does that mean I should just ignore the rules and allow people to cheat in exams? No, no. On the contrary, I'd like you to just find a way of working with Mrs. Chima without antagonizing her. Don't argue with her. Do your job, but show her respect. Okay? Yes, sir. You know we are understaffed today, as Mr. Munde is being interviewed by the police. You and Mrs. Chima will be working together for most of the afternoon, right? Yes, sir. Mr. Mawenge? Yes? Some students didn't sit the exams today. They were missing from class. Oh, really? Who was that? Chaupe Kidosho and Kiki Mramba. Oh, ah, yes, those two. Don't worry. I'll get somebody to ask after them. You just concentrate on the task at hand. I was beginning to like this man. Very professional and quite fatherly. Should I confide in him my suspicions about the sexual abuse? I thought about it, but the bell rang and I had to go. I decided to come back and see him as soon as I had time. When I left to go home, it was raining. I was feeling miserable and I didn't hear the car pull up alongside me until the siren went off. It was so loud and sudden that I literally jumped. <gasps> it was Corporal Asiko. <laughs> Awa, you poor thing. You're soaked. Hop in. Oh, Corporal Asiko, you scared me to death. Come on, get in. Out of the rain. How did you find me? I'm a detective, remember? Okay. What have I done? Am I a suspect? <laughs> Are you? Really? Why would I be? No, that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. Listen, I think there's something very serious going on at your school. What? You mean what happened to Mrs. Congo? That and what you came to tell us at the police station yesterday. I actually think the two cases might be connected. How? After you told us your suspicions, it got me thinking. What if whoever poisoned Mrs. Gongo was trying to cover up sexual abuse cases at Jomvu? I strongly suspect that it's an inside job. But why Mrs. Gongo? Well, that's what we have to find out. What about the barman Nandi told you about? Um, Hami, wasn't it? Hamo. We visited his workplace today. He seems to have disappeared after the Parents' Day event. He didn't tell anyone where he was going, and his phone's been off ever since. Why would he just disappear like that? That's quite a coincidence. Doesn't it give you your culprit on a silver platter? It's not that easy, Awa. We also have your colleague, Mr. Munde. Not only did he give Mrs. Gongo the bottle she drank from before collapsing, he's also known to have been against her promotion. Wait a minute, Corporal. Why are you telling me all this? Listen, Awa. The sexual abuse accusation you made in our office seems to have created quite a storm. What do you mean? 
your suspicions might be correct. Jomvu seems to be a hub of corruption. Good grades are only awarded to those who have buying power. If they can't pay with money, they're forced to do so in kind, sexually or otherwise. And there are a lot of people who would like to maintain the status quo. What? But that's even worse than I thought. What makes you say this? Look, it's not something I should be saying about someone I work for. But I think my boss is part of the ring of graft at your school. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hold on. Your boss? You mean Upide? Inspector Upide? The very same. He knows who the culprits are and he covers for them. No, no, you must be mistaken. I wish I were. After you left the office, I heard him call someone at Jongvu and warn them about a mole in their midst. He mentioned you by name. What? So be very careful as you go about your duties, Awa. You're surrounded by wolves. Oh my God. I really shouldn't be telling you all this. But I'm a woman and a mother. I can't just sit by and watch these things happen. I'll help you put a stop to this. But you have to keep my name out of it. I can't be seen to be undermining my superior. That's all for today. Awa has finally found an ally. But she's also discovered that she has more powerful enemies than she realized. Is Mr. Mawenge the right person for Awa to confide in about her suspicions? And is it really true that handsome Inspector Upide is a crook? Who did he call at her school? Find out more in the coming episodes. You can listen to this one again at dw.com slash crimefighters or on our Facebook page, DW Africa. Until next time, goodbye.